Ever since I was a little girl, I always had something to say. I always was curious, I always wanted to understand, and I always looked and sought after the truth. It is my pleasure to be here with you, and I'm so grateful that you are here with me on my journey of having an amazing podcast. The goal for this podcast is really to learn, to grow, to laugh, to explore, and to question the things that we may not have felt comfortable questioning as we journey through adulthood. So let Let's human together and enjoy some good tea with some great conversation. Hey everyone, it is Christmas Eve. I can't believe it's Christmas Eve. I promise you, Christmas came slow but fast, it felt like. Like, it felt like I was taking my time. And each day I found out it was like, okay, no, today's December 16th. I was like, oh, I thought it was December 1st. (laughs) So it was kind of one of those days. But then when Christmas Eve came, it felt like, wow, it took a while to get here. You get what I'm saying? So it was like a slow but fast process to get here. But for those who celebrate Merry Christmas for tomorrow and for those who don't, enjoy your Sunday. Okay. It is a very interesting Sunday. I woke up and I had something on my mind, but I feel like I had it on my mind last night. And I said, if it's on my mind this morning, I'm going to at least do a podcast. I don't know if I'll do a YouTube video, but I was like, I would do a podcast at least. And what came to my mind is, you know, we're about to go into 2024. And, you know, I think a lot of people fall into the energy of new year, new me, Which I used to say, you know, don't say that, that's tacky. But listen, if it works for you, it works for you. I am not the police of how you get what you get done. You get what I'm saying? The words that you use, it's not my business. I really could care less. But what did come to me was new year, new you, new concept. That's fine. But in the energy of that, what do you believe in? Like I was out last night and I just kept thinking, like when I came home, what do I believe in? Like, what do I truly authentically to the core of me believe in? And my faith has been shaken up in more than one ways. My thinking has been shaken up more than one ways. And Sometimes I'm so stern in what I believe, you know. Sometimes I'm so confused and I question what I believe. And I think that that made me really question, like, why am I so fickle in my beliefs? Now, as I told you, it's Christmas Eve. So, you know, tomorrow's Christmas. Um, Today's Sunday. People are probably at church and all that. And then, you know, people are going to celebrate with their families. And you you know how the vibe is going to be for the next two days, right? And that I didn't even think about how that's triggering me to question what I believe, but it is. And it's not so much because Christmas is here. It's just things are moving. The new year is coming, everything that's going on in the world, how things are shifting. And it makes you pause and ask, what do I believe in? And it's easy to say what you believe in when things are smooth, right? Like it's so easy to say, well, I believe in this and I believe in that. I believe in me. But when things get shaky, right, when when you're feeling a little off and confused and in limbo with life, it's so interesting how quickly you question 
where am I going? What do I believe? What is my standpoint? You know, like I, I feel like everybody should have something that they go to when they're feeling off balance, when their equilibrium is just really shaky, when their nervous system is very jittery. I feel like everybody should have that go to thing, place, word, book, person, whatever, where you can just sit in that space and just let it go, let it flow, let it be free. And the problem is a lot of times, at least for me, I will say that I believe something, but then I will really question that thing. Perfect example. As y'all know, I was raised Christian. So the Bible is ingrained. Certain things I just know. Certain things I haven't even explored yet. The Bible is an interesting book, as we know. But in me being a Christian at those years, reading it, even thinking that I was going to be a theologian at one point, I realized later on in life, after life started lifing, after I got from under my mother's umbrella of her beliefs and I started to question things on my own, I realized that the idea of the Bible shifted for me and where I stood in life. Could I read the Bible today and still get a breakthrough? Absolutely, because words are always powerful no matter what book you read, right? That you could read anime and get a word in there and be like, whoa, that was deep, right? So I don't really attribute it to the Bible, but I understand the purpose of the Bible. As I got older, as I've lived life, as I've made my mistakes, as my morality has been questioned, I realized that my beliefs in the Bible, the system of it, the ideology of it has shifted to the point where the Bible, not that it can't reach me, but it doesn't hit the same way it used to hit. I really believe that as you evolve, as you grow, as you mature, as you explore, as you go through things, the way that you associate it with life before prior to what you've been through, it's not the same. You know, when I speak to God now, I don't say Jesus, honestly. I say spirit. I say source. I say all because I had to realize that what I believe in due to questioning and experiencing is deeper and bigger than the Bible. It can't be contained in a couple of chapters. It's just, it doesn't, it doesn't break down that way. And it made me feel kind of sad to know that at this age of 31, I still question what I believe. Now, granted, somebody's probably like, girl, I am 55. You got time. But it's not about the time. And we really have to stop belittling people who might be in a different age group and saying, you got all this time. It's not about time all the time. (laughs) It's more so the thinking. It's the energy. It's the frequency. And we live in a world where some people really still don't believe that energy exists. Like some people like all this, this energy stuff that you speak of. That's not true. But it is. Energy is the only thing that can be everywhere at once, in the, like everywhere at once. So when people say God is omnipotent, I say God is energy because it's one. It's not separate. I can't be in two places at one time. But guess what? I could throw my prayer. I could send my energy. and You could probably feel me close to you because my energy, energy, things that you cannot see, things that transcend your vision can be everywhere at any time in all times. You see what I'm saying? And I realized that. Part of my beliefs or, or the things that I used to believe in, it was so limited to well, if it's not in front of me, if I can't touch it, if I can't see it, it ain't real. And what's interesting is when you believe in something you can't necessarily see, you have to have a strong belief system because when life start lifing, you're going to pull or you're going to have to pull on the thing that you cannot see. And I think that's where some of the questions came from, because I understand when people get through 
go through hardships, they read their Bible because you could tangibly touch it. It's words that can lift you up. It can fulfill you. Right. But then for those who may not read the Bible or for those who might believe in something else, it's like, well, where do we go? What happens next? It's easy to go to something that you can see because you can reference it. You can you can identify with it. Right. Versus when you close your eyes and they're like, just pray. You have to first silence your mind to focus on, OK, I'm trying to reach something bigger than me. I'm trying to reach something that I can't see, but I need to feel it. I need to heighten my other senses because my sight is not it's not working. I was talking to a friend who was talking about Jesus and I don't want to trigger anybody, but, you know, I'm going to talk about it. And we was talking about, you know, some people don't believe in Jesus and some people do. And and I said, I think it's really interesting how we could close our eyes and pray to an image that doesn't even identify as the real thing. And nobody knows what the real thing is. Nobody has seen Jesus to say, hey, this is what Jesus looks like. I've seen an energy source that I attributed to Jesus years ago because it was just it was just light. It was so pure but it had no face you know what i mean so if i said that's jesus somebody would look at me like i'm crazy like jesus has a face (laughs) this is this and this and this and what's interesting is history is really (laughs) history to me is such an interesting concept because i've been i'm the type of person if i get somewhere before you i can plant whatever i want and say this has been here for years and you would never know because you came after me you know, so sometimes when I hear people say things, I'm, I'm a very inquisitive young woman. I like to think and I like to ask questions and it might bother people. I really don't care anymore. I used to care, but now I don't. And um, I realized like the reason why I'm able to question my belief is because I'm growing. Right. And, and, and when you grow and you mature and you allow life to life, you you naturally start to burst out into different things. Now I'm questioning what does morals mean to me? Because I didn't believe that morality, let me say that better. When I was younger, I believed that morals were important, but I didn't know what morals were. I thought morals were just whatever you stood by in the Bible. But as I got older, I realized morals is a concept of beliefs that you set into form for you. It's not society standards because I feel like morals apply more to the, the poor than it does the rich. If you're extremely wealthy, morals are different. You could do a lot of crazy things because you have the funds to do it, to bail yourself out, to cover it up, to hide it away, to get rid of it. Versus someone who's in poverty or middle class, we ain't spending it like that. So we have to be more mindful. Our morals have to be more prominent in the forefront because we can't just run from it. We can't just throw some cash on it. We can't just bury it, kill it, move it, shift it. We can't. So our morality is more potent than somebody who can just, ah, I'll, throw, I'll throw some money at it. And that's when I realized all these things shift. So if things shift, if, if, if what looks right to you might not look right to me, then okay, morality isn't really a thing. Right. It's something that you choose to accept for your character that keeps you in focus and you in check. But your morality might not work for me. I might be OK with something that somebody might say that's crazy. And then even in that, yeah, I realized that the mind is so powerful that it can allow you to accept things that you probably shouldn't accept. But we could trick our mind to accept things. We could trick our minds to believe that things are true. We could like like people trick themselves every day to believe that. There's someone gonna 
come in and rescue them out of the blue. We, we trick ourselves to believe that there's a big fat guy who's going to come down the chimney and gives us presents. Like we could trick, we trick ourselves to stay in relationships knowing that we get our ass whipped and the person really don't love us. But we're so content here because this is all we know. We trick ourselves all the time to accept things. But when it comes to your beliefs, it's hard to really trick yourself because it goes deeper than what you see. It's what you feel. It's, it's in your heart. It's what, what, it's, it's what resonates with you when life is lifing. And you can't lie about that. Nobody needs to believe in that, though. Only you. And as I'm getting older, I'm realizing my questioning and my belief is, is more prominent for me. Because every time I question something, a new test comes. A new distraction comes. And it feels like spirit is saying, well, if you're questioning, let's see. I'm going to put this in front of you. Let's see what you do with it. And by how you move with it, that will dictate where your morals are, where your character is. See, we don't have to go and ask and pray all the time. Sometimes spirit would just hit you with it. You know what I mean? Like sometimes, how do I want to put that? There's nothing wrong with prayer. There's nothing wrong with asking. There's nothing wrong with conversations with spirit. Nothing at all. But a lot of times we say, well, we don't know guide me show me and we look for the guidance and the showing to be so pretty and neat and well packaged because we we believe that we'll be able to receive it that way when in retrospect spirit is like you want to know what a good person is i'm gonna send you nothing but bad people nothing but bad people so you can see how you move with it because the reality is it's not the good people we need it's we need to become good people so we attract good people and a lot of us want good people but we ain't Shit, <laughs> like we're mean, we're, we're, we're mean spirited, we're spiteful, we got issues, but we want good people. So spirit will keep bringing you people who are on your frequency so that you shift. You get what I'm saying? Spirit doesn't do things externally. Spirit listens to what you say, how you move, how your frequency is evolving. And then it moves off of that. And it brings you that people be saying, send me a good man and spirit will bring you nothing, but ain't nothing type of dudes because spirit is saying it's you who needs to shift. I need you to see what you are attracting because it's still resonating in you. A lot of people will meet a good person and do them so dirty because they have not dealt with the things inside of them, but they were praying and crying and fasting and burning sage and doing Palo Santo and meditating for a good partner. But the reality is spirit was saying, I need you to shift. It's not the people. It's you. It's your vision. It's your speech. It's your walk. It's how you move in the world. You'll be like, teach me how to be more respectful. So spirit will, te- will bring more disrespectful people to you so that you can. I, I don't really hear people pray. And, and, and maybe this is for people, but I haven't really heard people pray and say, teach everybody how to be one way. Teach everybody how to be this way. I've heard people say, spirit, I need abundance. I need money. I need this. I need guide me. Help me. Right. But the way that we get help is so different from how we think we're going to get help. We think it's going to be well coated with powdered sugar and it's going to be so delightful and tasteful to our spiritual tongue. And it's not. It's bitter. (laughs) Sometimes you want to spit it out, but if you know the power of bitters, it helps ease your digestion. 
it, it, it changes your taste palate from wanting things that are just sweet and taste good to things that are actually healthy for you. Spirit gives you things that are bitter to you to enhance you, to grow you, to, to make you a complete and perfect person. And it's so interesting because the more I question my beliefs, the more I'm realizing my beliefs are showing themselves to me. When I do things that I don't agree with, that's my belief saying, okay, well, now you know your belief. You don't, you don't agree with that. Oh, my goodness. That was powerful. I needed that. I didn't even think of that. That literally just came. <laughs> so I'm grateful. I'm grateful that I'm able to question what I believe going into the new year because I'm, I'm, I'm tired of the whole new year, new me. I feel like it should be. Let's ask some real questions so we really can evolve into the person we see. Until next time, y'all. Be well and Merry Christmas. Hey, I hope that you enjoyed that episode. I truly enjoyed recording it. And I really hope that it opened up a different part of your thinking and your emotional intellect. May this episode guide you on your journey to becoming the best version of you. Now, if you want to interact with me, you definitely can on Instagram. That sips with Shay. And you can see this energy live on YouTube. Yes, that sips with Shay as well. Until next time, beautiful souls. Later.